What's good, everybody? We made it to episode number 30 for Sibs on Sports. 30 episodes down. 30 for 30. You gotta love it. Alright, we're gonna talk about all things going on for sports in October. We got everything you already know. MLB playoffs, getting down to a World Series, NFL, QB talk, MVP, power rankings, and the return of our top three segment. Halloween movies. What's your top three? What you got? Let's get into it. Here we go. What's going on, Sibs Nation? It is Thursday, October 21st. This is Sibs Podcast number 30. Pat, Daddy, and Dan, we are back. MLB's coming, coming close to the end there, Patrick. That lady's almost singing. For, yeah. uh, it looks like for the Dodgers and... For our the Red Sox right the one, now, like, the ones that we picked in trouble, man. Both uh both teams, Houston and the Braves, put up nine spot last night. Yeah, but nine nine runs, and then they just look methodical. I'm not gonna say it's over yet. That lady's not singing because you have seen crazy comebacks, and Boston was the cat you know catalyst for one of those crazy comebacks, but. Oh, I would it's be a close. little. I would be a little panicked right now. Um, pressure's on. I don't know if you saw that Turner is out with the hamstring also too, not Trey Turner, Justin Turner. Yeah, I so saw that. Big Reds out. That's a big, that's a big bat. Um, good for the Braves, good for the Astros, but you got to close. You got to finish it out. And, uh, so the pressure's on them to just get it done now, you know, because the more that uh, stick around, then get a game and another thing like that. And you can see these series take a, taking a massive turn right here. So, uh, we'll see what happens. It's not over yet, but in driver's seat is Houston and the Braves right now. Yeah, I mean, I, the Braves have the opportunity to close out this series tonight, and I think you have to take advantage of that. I don't think you give the Dodgers any chance to breathe and let Ooh. them get another win on the board because otherwise, no I mean, they're defending World Series champs, so that could be trouble. I do think the Justin Turner injury being done for the rest of the season, I think that's huge because he was big for them against the uh, um, in the wild card game, and then obviously last year in the World Series, he had a couple big hips for the Dodgers. And like you said, it's a big bat. Although Bellinger's coming back around, and he's old himself. Been, he's been clutch. I think they've been, where, where have they been without him? You know, he's yep. been absolutely massive this uh, October for them. So, and that's what they do when they have that much firepower. There's there's guys that just need to step up, and he's been taking a hold of that. But as a whole, as the Dodgers have, have seen how much firepower they have in their lineup. This is the, the, the headache you get when it comes down to these few games. They have to all be hitting at once, or yeah. at least a few of them have to be hot. And it doesn't seem the case on the game situation right now. So it's oh, not if, over. If not I had over. to pick between the Sox or the Dodgers, I'm going to have a little bit more confidence in the Sox just because that series a little is a little bit closer. Yes. Um, but like you said, it's not over yet. That's why we have seven games in a series. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta's only got to win one. Dodgers got to win three. Mm-hmm. Same with the Astros. They got to win one. Sox have to win two. So we'll see. But there's been some high scores. Um, they've kind of been flip-flop. You know, Sox won 12-3 a couple nights ago, and then the Astros come back nine and nine again. So yeah. I don't know how those bats cool down. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm I mean, going to take the Braves tonight. I do think they're going to close it out. I just think they have way too much momentum. And Riley's been in the World insane. Series. Riley's been insane, and then yeah. they, they they just been massive. And then the guy who two two bombs last night, bombs. It, it, like that. So it's he almost hit for the cycle, and like that. So they've been huge. 
And, I mean, you see these guys. Altuve has been monstrous. Kike Hernandez has been monstrous for Boston. Yeah. Like, so, it's just like seeing – and Bellinger. So, it's like those are the guys that you just rally and you got to see other players step up with them. But uh, I hope they both go to game seven because oh, I don't absolutely. have a dog in the fight. And the more the more drama, the more games we get going into, it can swing either way. So yeah, one, one and This has been like the – these series, I think, has been like one inning has been a huge decider. And like they, one, they have a monster inning where they get like a five-run spot, four-run spot. And you know, like that's all it takes. Them just let the doors bust open for that, you know? Oh, absolutely. We'll see. We'll see. Big night tonight and then uh, Sox Astros tomorrow night. So Sox Astros tomorrow. See what happens, but good. Could they force a seven? Could they force a seven? I think they will. I think they will. You talking about Sox Astros? Yes. Yeah, I could see that one going seven. Yeah. Um, All right. But Houston looks good. I I would say, I mean, I'm not going to bet against Boston, I said, before the series started. But Houston looks determined, and they look good, and they're Altuve and Correa. As much shit as I give them, those fuckers can ball. Yeah, <laughs> like that. like that. They can. They can. Uh, they can. They can put it down. So, and I could be are. wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're going back home too, right? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. I think that works in their favor as well. Oh yeah. But, um, this yeah, just uh, in, by the way. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. You got okay. it. You take it. Derrick Henry knows how to run the football. Oh, come on, dude. I mean, <laughs> but why do people doubt him? It's crazy. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's, I think the only doubt was this year, at least going in for like fantasy wise, it was uh, can this can this still happen? You know, because of the, yeah. the, the lifespan of the running back career is so, so small, being dominant. And he was fed the ball last two years. He got almost 300 carries. So. I mean, we're 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 we going to see some type of regression here. Exactly. And absolutely not. <laughs> I that think he's guy, getting faster. He's getting, yeah. He's just unstoppable. He's just this guy is unlike any running back in the game right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the guy's immortal. It's it's unbelievable to see what he does. Um, I was shocked by that game. I thought the Bills were going to step up. Their defense had been playing so well. Last time they played him, I think he only put up like 60 yards, you know, last season. So going into this game, Bills defense kind of better than last year. And that was not the case. Mm -mm. They ran all over them. No, yeah. Uh, That's the thing is Derrick Henry's had his way with them every time running. Going back to the Josh Norman stiff arm, that was like the best meme in the world. Dirty. Golly, but um, and then he just pretty much he didn't give a stiff arm highlight, but he ran all over them just like this much this time too. So, what I took from it, I, they were a fourth and inches away, Buffalo from either winning that game or at least putting the OT, yeah. whatnot, is that they were that close. Yes, but I just think for now, what I'm going to get into a little bit later is that the AFC is open in the sense that oh, yeah. I don't believe. And anyone really is a front runner, and you go over to the NFC. There, we're gonna. If we talk about our top five, I could make top five NFC of the entire NFL almost right now. Oh, absolutely! I almost, I almost did that. It just, it's crazy because, I mean, I, I love my Ravens. I do. I mean, are they a top five team? I could say that, but then again, do you trust them against some of these NFC juggernauts that are getting? Getting more and more rolling. Arizona, mm-hmm. Green Bay, Rams, Packers. Look at the Packers out oh. there. Tampa Bay, didn't even talk about them. That's five teams right there that I feel like are established and powerhouses and K 
can kill you in many ways. And so AFC, I look at it, I don't have a lot of trust there. I, I, you hit it right on the nose. I was looking at that too when I was writing down all the records for each division. And I'm kind of in that same boat. I, last week I was on the Bills. I thought they were legit. And I know it came down to that fourth and one play. They could have kicked the field goal to make it into overtime. Who knows what the result would have been. But the fact that Tennessee took them that far, I didn't see that game going that way because I wasn't really believing in Tennessee. That's kind of switched yeah. for me. Although Julio Jones down again with a hamstring, so he'll probably be out for a little while. So what happens with them now? Although he hasn't really done a whole lot this no. year anyway. So no, I haven't been a huge factor. Maybe it won't affect them. No, it won't. I just think, I mean, they're smash mouth. They should be a run first team anyway. Mm-hmm. I know they have that weapons on the outside. We hyped them up as like the, the best core for out there. But when you have a guy that's running the ball like that, you got to stick to the run. Even even if it's not working, you can't abandon that run because he gets better as the yeah. game goes he wears along him down. and wears him down. And he's and he's the best in the fourth quarter. He's best when the season goes on later. Like so, I think Tennessee's there if they can be a little bit more stable on the defensive side and um, tur- not turn the ball over much on the offensive side. They're right there, but do I trust them? No, not quite yet because sure. I just need to see more. Um, consistency and that's that's a lot of teams in the AFC right now a lot of them riddled by injuries the Browns I was high on they I mean they're oh. decimated right now they're gutted yeah. by injuries and they got a big know? game tonight just to kind Huge. of stay relevant just to stay relevant and right, right there I mean they could be below 500 right if they, yep. they if they lose this game they're three and three right now so it's it's wide open in the sense of who's got it I still like Buffalo I'm not da- knocking them just because they didn't win sure. the game but it makes you think it's a little bit more open on the AFC than we were first led to believe. I think the biggest thing with the Buffalo game against Tennessee is it showed that that defense is beatable. And, you know, it's a long season, and sometimes defenses just don't show up and they can't play that consistent for 17 games or whatnot. But you can see that that defense is beatable. So I think that gives confidence into the opponents coming up, going against the Bills. You know, Josh Allen still had a great game, 353 yards, three TDs. Like we said, down to that fourth and one where I think he slipped. I don't think it was so much Tennessee's defense stopping him as much as his foot slipping out. But Yeah, it didn't look very natural. Didn't look very natural for that. But, I mean, yeah, it was a mad slip. But a loss is a loss. And, yeah, it's a – and when it comes down to it, you lost the game. Doesn't matter. It doesn't give you that credit for inches or could have, would have, should have. Exactly. You know, it's a win league, results based yep. league for that. I do want to go back to two games that we picked last week and then we can move on into this week. But sure. I'm going to eat a little bit of crow. Um, I just, you know, yeah, it's an NFC West team. The Cardinals are undefeated. I said last week, I am still iffy about them. They kind of yep. started hot last year. They're legit. They're, they're so freaking legit it's well, ridiculous yeah. i mean they, they, they don't have a tough opponent this week in houston they're gonna start facing but and you know what sold me they can beat you multiple ways and what sold me is i wasn't high on their coach they won they didn't need their coach they didn't need him. He, he, was out with, he was out with covid and it just seems like that offense looks like the new Greatest show on turf in the sense sure. there there were there were four receivers. You couldn't probably argue for a better four core receivers. Kyler has stepped up. Their their um double headed running game monster is is working. Like it's it's just they seem like they are clicking. If they can protect Kyler, not not see him on the ground getting sacked a bunch, like this this offense isn't going anywhere. No. Nope. And um that's what I like about it. And then J.J. Watt has some juice left, and they have some playmakers on the defensive side of the ball that's getting stops. They're nope. getting consistently stopped. So 
you have that with the the team that could be the new and improved Chiefs on offense. Now, I'm not going to go that far yet because it's still only six games. Sure. But they do look damn good. They're moving in the right direction. And I do also want to say, I you mentioned it, J.J. Watt signing, A.J. Green signing. When I saw those in the yep. offseason, I was like, eh. Grandpa. All towards the end of their careers, whatever. I'm pretty sure A.J. Green has a touchdown in the last three games, and I think two of those three games he went over 100 yards or maybe all three games. It's like and five like grabs said, a game consistent. J.J. Yeah. Watt is just a beast on the line. Even if he's not getting sacked, he's disrupting the plays consistently. So yep. I was wrong on that too. Those guys are far from done, at least for this year, and they are a yeah. huge asset to the Cardinals, and I think a lot of the reason why they're undefeated. Absolutely. Yep, they, I'm, I'm going to give them the mantle right now. They're up there in the power rank because they, they're when you're Number six one. and zero, and you're six and zero, you kind of can't argue it right now. So um, I'm going to give it to them for that, and then uh, just see what happens. See if they can uh, stay on this train. Yeah, and then the other the other big game, which was a good matchup: Ravens Chargers. Yeah, we are high on Justin Herbert again. Long season. Sometimes you don't come to play every single game. I get that, but the Ravens that I did not see that being a blowout. Le'Veon right. Bell, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, all don't, rushing touchdowns. Don't matter. Hey, None of these, no, no teams want those guys, and they're getting in the end zone when you're on the Ravens, when you have Lamar, when you have that O-line, yep. and you have that scheme, when you have that uh, play script. That it works. It I, You and me could rush for a touchdown on the Ravens. I think <laughs> Dude, so. I, I, think we, I could go out there off the street and run in a touchdown the way they scheme it and the way they do it because – that it works. It's a formula it and it's a winning formula. Now, Herbert going to Herbert, I thought for sure he would take advantage of a Ravens defense that hasn't lived up this year. I, I thought he would take advantage. So it was a big disappointment for him in a promising good, uh, good season for him that's had so far, but definitely got smacked in the mouth a little bit with that one. And they, there, no one from the charge and offense was able to show up. No. So, and I don't know if that was they, a game plan thing or it's just the Ravens defense, you know, schematically mm-hmm. knowing what to do to stop him. Keenan Allen's been a little quiet the last couple of weeks too. Yep. So yeah. I'd like to see him move, you know, step up a little bit more moving forward. But that game with those two games to me, the, as big of the blowouts they were, I did pick the Browns to win and I did pick the Chargers to win. So not only was I wrong in that, I didn't see those games being not even that close. Not so even it close. Was, it was shocker to me. Not even close. And then, but, shoot, yeah, that, that, I mean, that was wild, too. And then we got to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas uh, Cowboys did again against New England in overtime. CeeDee Lamb, yep. big, big coming up and showing right here, waving him goodbye. Dak at the Prescott. End. Dak Prescott. And is, he, is he your MVP right now? Um, I'm going to stick with Kyler just because Kyler. they're undefeated. And Kyler okay. had four touchdowns in this last week, and he's just continuing to motor. But – I have him. I actually wrote down a little bit of a ranking, and I have Dak in my top five right now. I would go Kyler, oh. Derrick Henry, Tom Brady would be my top three right now. But Dak, wow, Dak's Henry right there. Above Dak, and I would put Derrick Henry above Dak. Just I mean, dude's on pace for twenty two hundred yards, back to back two thousand yard seasons, and he's carrying them to wins. If he was he's, doing it and they true. weren't resulting in wins, that's they may true. not have him as high. Where but, would the Titans be without Derrick Henry? That's a exactly. great case to make. You know, like, and then just look at him at, as far as the second best rusher. He's like 300 yards above them. Like, yeah. like he, he's, oh. the gap between it's, the two is, is insane. He's running like away with it. Yeah. But I, I mean, tell you in my power rankings, I have Dallas at number three right now. So – Dallas at number three. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I mean, I, I respect it. I mean, it's it's a it's a crapshoot for me, but I, I like those five NFC teams, and I yeah. love my Ravens. But I'm going to 
say that the Ravens might hit some turmoil because it's, it's a tough uh, division that they got and the injury plague too. I know Cleveland's injured, but we'll see what happens uh, for that. But Dak, I mean, they're, they're playing so damn good on so both good. sides of the ball, but Dak has been very, very good. And the season coming in where we didn't know how, if he was even going to be healthy and he got the contract and all the things of that nature, like, damn, has he uh, silenced the doubters? And that was me, one of them, you know, just, just not thinking that he was going to be back to that elite point. But, but will it matter? Dallas, the, the con, everything all being said, Dallas gave him a contract to take the next step in the playoffs. Exactly. Like that, that's it. So this is all could fine and dandy, but if they don't take that next step, he's still got to answer to some things. And then Brady and Rogers, Rogers, you telling Chicago, I own ownership. You. I freaking own you. I heard that live. I was watching the game live and I could, I could didn't need them to play it back. I heard him <laughs> say that. And it, I mean, Chicago, it's true. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. true. If you're upset with it, if you're a Chicago fan, then you obviously are just hating on a competitor that has done exactly what he said. And that's what it is. So um, you got to feel for Chicago, but in a sense, like, Hey man, as long as Rogers is in green Bay, you could just uh, mark two losses off in the oh in uh, the, yeah and uh, L column for you. And I feel like the last two seasons have started the same for Green Bay. They lose that first game. Everyone freaks out, especially this season because of everything that was going on with Rodgers in the offseason. And, oh, and then they get blown out in the first week by New Orleans. And it's like, this isn't going to work. Five wins in a row, dominating. Dominating. Unstoppable. Taking ownership over other franchises. Like, why, why do people count Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers out? And I also want to ask you, your opinion on this one with how they're doing. You know, when you win, win cures all, right? Yep. Do you think, however this season ends up for them, he's still going to be a Packer, or do you think he moves on after this year? I don't know. I think, it, I think this was so much said. I think he moves on. I think, I think it's kind of like the last dance for him um, just because – I think he was just so boisterous about it. I, I feel like that. I know that winning cures all and everything like that. So, I mean, if they win to a Super Bowl or if they go to a Super Bowl, at least maybe I might lean towards him being back. But I don't know. I mean, he's been this consistently good yeah. for a long time and done this season after season. So I think what he thinks of himself is that him like Brady could go somewhere else and be that good still. Sure. And not have that axe to grind with the organization that did him dirty or did his friends dirty of it, that nature. So I still think he's probably going to be out of town after this year. I'm leaning towards that way as well. I think his relationship with the GM, I just don't think it's, it's repairable. I mean, they're yeah. going to make it work through the season, but I don't think it's something that's going to move, you know, carry him through the end of his career in Green Bay. The only reason I think he could stay, like you said, they have a winning season, potentially get to a Super Bowl or possibly win it. And I don't think they actually really need somebody because they're showing it this year, but he's always wanted moves in the offseason to help the offense, a big, another big receiver, another somebody. So if they actually do that this offseason, I think hmm. that can entice him to stay. But Devontae Adams did not sign his contract yet. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's, there's the, your two stars that are kind of yeah. put halfway out the door. So it'll be interesting to see as the season goes on. But they're dominating yeah. right now. Yeah. It as I like the I like the new upswing in 
the NFC teams with the Cardinals and the Rams and Dallas. But if I were a betting man today, I would still say the NFC championship is a repeat of last year, Green Bay and Tampa. That's just me. Just because I just think those guys oh, I'm right there are seasoned and that when it comes down to it, they will find ways to win. And a revenge game in the NFC championship would be great with two of the 40-plus guys in there that, that, that are still in the league and still showing these young kids that uh, you got to go through me first. That's yeah, and they me. have that experience in the playoffs. They know how to win those games where Dak hasn't gotten there yet. Kyler hasn't gotten there yet. So not that yeah. they couldn't, and they not do have they the couldn't. firepower, but and they still could. They could look at Tom Brady, man. The experience speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, they know how yep. to win in pressure games like that. So I, yeah, I can totally see that. But I'm high on Dallas, like you are. I think Dak's playing at an MVP pace, um, along with you know four or five other guys. So yeah. It's, it's a hot start to the NFL season, definitely. I'm still – I have Lamar Jackson in my top three for MVP. Do you? For sure. I, I do. I, li- I like Brady. I like Rodgers. I, like, um, I like Kyler. But I'm going to go Lamar's up there for me just because, like, like the Dan- Derrick Henry effect, what, are, what is this team without Lamar Jackson? Yeah. You know? And Tampa has – Brady, which I'm, I'm bow down. He is the goat. And he's the king, and he's the reason why they're winning. Still has a lot of. Te- if you just look at the roster constructed without the quarterback, I think they can the, still be a winner. Tampa has a winning team. Green Bay still has some pieces. Dallas still has pieces. Ravens, all their pieces are hurt. Yeah, <laughs> another one too. Latavius Murray's hurt. He might be out. So that's that's yeah. another running back they brought in. And that is are, now potentially hurt, but they got Tyson Williams, who's been inactive for whatever reason. They can throw him in when he was on the field. He was productive the first couple games. So yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's splitting hairs when you get to these because the, the sure. quarterback play has been that good. And I'm not knocking all of them, but I'm just going to take that. In fact, if I have to separate in any way, mm-hmm. I'll do that. But and I think you do have to look at it that way. Where would the team be if they didn't have this guy? You yeah. know, yeah. Um, one one I want to shout out to and call the game the Raiders getting the win after the, all the turmoil, and off, you know, yeah. off, off the field during the week, but big dub. keep an eye on Derek Carr. His numbers are up there in that MVP conversation. He's not getting a lot of chatter about it, but his numbers are right there. And I think he's a lot of the reason why the Raiders are pulling out some of these wins too. So that's just something to keep an eye on. I don't know if I'm fully believing in the Raiders right now, but I think that win for them gives them yeah. a ton of motivation. And I think brings the locker room closer together going forward through the rest of the season yeah he's having a great year he's having a great year and a lot of people have uh you know concerns about Derek Carr because he's hit or miss a lot of times you know he showed signs of being a great leader but does he always get the the big wins and you know is he consistently doing it so I think he's having a great year and all the turmoil this year too if he can get through um wonder if his place is still going to be in Las Vegas after this or if he goes to a new spot I'm sure a lot of teams would kill to have him, you know, take over if they have questions at the quarterback position. I think he's one of those stable things that, you know, I would put not in the elite category, but very good. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to need somebody next year. So that's something to keep an eye on. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers goes Pittsburgh next year. That's the chatter right now. That's what I think. I think that that slight little head nod and smile mm-hmm. when they played each other was more than just, hey, I know you're calling a timeout. I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm 
remember, remember me next year. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll run this thing together. So I think that could be a hot, hot Rogers uh, and Tomlin. Oh, good God. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's going to be scary. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Two, only two really, really good matchups this week. There's not a whole lot of great games, but Chiefs and Titans, I think, will be a good game. Kind of tell us where the Chiefs are. Yeah. Um, and then up-and-coming team that I, I'm more bought into on this team than I am most of the other four and two teams, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals going Oh yeah, more Ravens. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow, baby. Joe looking Burrow, good. Jamar Chase. I mean. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Healthy. They're all looking good. Defense is playing Defense strong. Defense is great. So. So, uh, yeah, they are a fun team in the AFC North now. They're, they're right there in the yeah. mix, too. So, um, they could take advantage of an injury play. Cleveland and uh, Baltimore right now, they are the healthiest going in when this year we thought they were going to be not healthy yeah, with yeah, Joe yeah. Burrow and, and did they have enough O-line help, all that stuff. So, it's uh, it's right there for them. They could accumulate some wins and stay consistent, dude. The, the, the Cincinnati Bengals are what's up. I think I think this game will will kind of speak volumes, kind of where they stand in that AFC. You know, because yeah. they're going against a proven Ravens team. You know, they have the experience in this division. They have the experience in the AFC. They're always right there. Yeah, yeah. they have all the injuries, but they got Lamar Jackson. They're making it work. Mark Andrews has stepped up huge over the last couple of games. Huge. Where are the Bengals going to be going against them? I think that's going to for me is probably the game of the week. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good. One. It's like a big bye week that's going on this week too. A lot of teams by apocalypse that are not playing, but that's a that's a highlight game of the week for sure. Yeah. Um I can't wait to see the Green Bay Packers completely destroy my football team. That'll be uh, really fun. They're I wasn't going to bring it up. They're wearing those new color alt color rust jerseys that look yeah. amazing, so they're just going to put up 50 on us. You guys um, are riddled with injuries now too. I don't Aaron, care. They're, they're awful. They are awful and It's more I'm, defense, yeah. It's more things that I'm planning things on my Sunday to avoid oh, watching no. them because <laughs> the way that they botched the Sean Taylor tribute. Absolutely. The way that they did it half-assed, they put it out on three days' notice to one of the greatest Redskins football team players that we all have so much love for and that like is one of the best things to happen in the past 25, 30 years was us drafting him and playing and the tragic loss of us gathering around after the way they did his family and people that support him with the just trying to throw it out there to cover up what we did. Yep. I'm out. I'm out on them and set in the sense of I'm going to be a fan, but I'm out on investing all my time, energy, and into this football team that does something so blatantly obvious. And if they plan this in, in months and months and past or whatever, or way down the road, then they did a terrible job of it by not having people guard off the 21, by having people stand on it, by having Jackson Mahomes dancing oh, on it. Like, it's disgusting. It's and the so fact is, I, it's, just, it's disrespectful that he did that. But I'm almost more mad that we don't have people guarding that off and that why are people even standing on there's there's videos of people taking that there's no security there at all yeah you have sean taylor's family come they take a picture of the the street that they named after him and there's porta potties in the background and then they have a picture with dan snyder he's wearing a hoodie it's just a bad look and everything that they do is wrong and it, it starts with snyder and it ripples down to the team they're awful i'm done with them 
for now. Like, I'm done with this season of investing my time around them. And good luck. Now we're supposed to be getting Tua talk, Tua's talking about coming. They're talking about a trade here. I don't know what's – it's it's bad. It's bad here. I want to get into that in two seconds, the whole trade situation. Um, but I'm glad you said that because when I was watching – you know, them talking about it leading up to the game. It was like, wow, I feel like this was just kind of sprung last minute. There was it no was. talk leading up to it. it His awful. family didn't really know about it. The controversy oh. with the emails and everything that's going on. And now all of a sudden we're honoring Sean Taylor, like, out Two of days the blue. Yeah, it just – Every it ceremony so botched. Get, this thing about the stray hand, the – um. Who else got retired this year? They, they've known about it for months. Mm-hmm. They've had their old teammates come out and – and say something that there was nothing said of that. Any of the teammates, nothing had any time to prep for this. If fans wanted to go, they would have to find out on two days notice like sure. that, like to for it. So it was awful, 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 awful. And it just, since if Snyder's here, I'll never fully this, they'll never get this fan base back. Never. Yeah. And that's why we can't sell out. And that's why there's more opposing fans in the stands at our thing and you hear the other team's chants going on on live tv you can hear it playing you hear defense for the opposing team yeah. on defense at their home stadium how sad is that and there's only oh, so much sad. ron can do the performance is bad it's just awful i'm like all right is it it's hockey season now i guess i guess we can cheer for the cats caps are off to a hot start and they're always a, <laughs> wizards are one and oh wizards baby <laughs> let's go and a dominating win last night they the did and so. you know what i'll say this we can we can move from washington i know you're a diehard fan and i'm glad you got to express those feelings because i was kind of feeling that way too um you just hope some some way somehow dan snyder leaves i I don't know if he will he's ownership they got a lot of money but that's the only way i think you get that franchise turned around and you got to wonder with ron rivera as good of a guy that he is how he feels about everything and what's going to happen with him at the end of the season like you have a really good head coach and it's very rare to find those type of coaches and you could potentially lose him because of the botched you know upper yeah. management and everything it's just and, he, it's and he has he has to go to the podium and answer to why was the facility raided why was the mm-hmm. what's going on with the emails and the gruden like he has to answer this these all things way before that him. is all like that it's like he has to he hasn't you know that's not even his fault but yeah. it's just uh it's bad i mean winning cures all when we're not winning we're not even pretty much it just it's not not good it's just not We'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's it. <laughs> um, leave it at that. But I did watch a little bit of the Wizards because you got a little NBA game time live, and they <laughs> and your Warriors give your Warriors some shine well, too. Beating let's up the just Lakers. do it. Let's let's jump into NBA because NBA's back, baby. Game or night three tonight, but night one. Giannis getting the ring, that whole celebration. If you got to watch it, which I did, it was unbelievable. Best player in basketball. Best player in basketball. Best player basketball. And the Bucks are going to be a problem again. They mm-hmm. just – they even though they had an offseason, they don't look like they missed a beat. One big. Good for them. They came Knocking out and dominated. Yeah. Yep, the Nets um, that everyone wants to annoy and like that. And then Giannis too. And my biggest – we haven't been doing this podcast very long. But ever since I started was just, well, Giannis – the thing about Giannis is he has to take the next step and win a chip, and he did, oh, and dude. won the MVP, and did, and then here he is. Took another still, step, and he's still in his prime. So yep. like, let's, let's go, man! And then you got to give it up for him being the small market, small and market, staying, and staying there and doing the old-fashioned way. You got to think Kobe's like tipping his hat cap to him right now, watching him. 
Yeah, if I mean, if you get a chance, I don't think it's on live TV, but Bucks Heat tonight, that should be a good matchup. But it just shows you, like, where the Bucks sit right now. And, they're, yeah. I mean, watching the game, they were so dominant. I do want to touch on the Warriors. Warriors came out, took down the Lakers. Um, yeah. Great start for the Warriors. Something we need. We won't have Clay probably until December, so it's nice to see them. Jordan Poole stepped up big. Look, Lakers are going to be legit. I'm not going to throw any hate on the Lakers at all because okay. of what they have. And it's going to take time for them to figure it out. Sure. And this is going to, and it's been talking and in conversation, and I don't know how they'll figure it out, but there's, I don't see it working starting Russ, LeBron, and AD all at once. I, I just, the way they all play, and, and I just don't see how they're going to distribute the ball the way they want to distribute the ball. And you're a big Russ guy, and he's a, he's yeah. a walking triple double, and I don't see how he plays that way off of LeBron and AD. I don't – so maybe off the bench type of thing or something. They're going to get it figured out. I don't think yeah. that's going to be the issue. But you saw on night one them all starting together. I don't know if that's the best case for them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough because I would say with the amount of depth that they have even on their bench too, like how many minutes do you still give Carmelo and Rondo mm -hmm. and Dwight? And like – because you got still – good guys to play so but there's only so many minutes in the game for everyone to get their flow and everyone eat um you know it's so it's, i think that's gonna be a constant thing that we're seeing is like too many stars only one ball you know yeah. kind of thing like that and uh so it should be interesting i mean they're they're good enough where they're gonna make the playoffs they're gonna have these questions going in the playoffs i think that's that's gonna be the big thing yeah i'm right there with you um big game last night i'm in the market new york knicks boston celtics i don't know if you got to see the game double overtime it yeah. was outrageous jalen brown could have put up 50 julius randall was going off definitely i think the game of the night um but knicks look great celtics new head coach they look great you know yeah is out now schroeder's there so it was a it was a really really good game i mean we had a bunch of other games um but that one stood out the most to me because i got to watch it and then I just love basketball, and it's yeah, so no, exciting, and I'm happy it's back. Yeah, for sure. You're big into it. So early MVP odds, do you just give them to Giannis, or do you think that you have another, like, dark, dark horse for it? Um, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say there's a dark horse no, for it. I, I yeah. think, obviously, Giannis is your lead guy. You got KD right there. It just depends what he's going to be able to do if there's no Kyrie and, and with Harden and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw Steph in there just because of the year that he had last year. Came yeah. back, game one, triple-double, says he played like trash. So, if he's going to put up a triple-double and thinks he plays <laughs> like trash, I'm excited to see what he what he thinks on – what he's going to do on a good night. For um, sure. But, yeah, I think watching Giannis night one, he's just that dominant. So, that uh, dominant. he's definitely going to be the lead guy. For sure. We'll what do you see. think? What do you think about Ben Simmons? What's going to happen with him? Oh, man, Ben Simmons. He's got to go. It's awful. It's awful. I think this should, this should have been done, like, over an offseason. I mean, it's not, I hate the fact that they're like, let's get him what he wants because he wanted out. But it was not going to end well no. when, the you know, Joel had things to say about him at the end of the last game that they were bounced that he should have took the shot. I knew that stuff would kind of sit and stew and whatnot. So, it's not good right now. You got to try to get rid of him. And yeah, uh, I think, I think the team is good enough without him to still be a playoff team. Maybe if they get another piece for him, another asset, but uh, I don't know. It would be, it would be kind of cool to swap a little Dame Lillard over there, I think. But uh, uh, I mean, that, that's a little far fetched, but I don't know. I don't see if that happened point guard for point guard right there. 
Yeah, I know Dame saying he didn't want to leave, but Bradley Beal was in conversation too. So I don't know as a Wizard fan if you want Ben Simmons coming. Um, I mean, it'd be a different team, different market away from the distractions. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I agree with you. I think they got to ship him out. I just don't think they're going to get for him what they want to get for him. And I think that's why he's still kind of iffy on going. He's supposed to practice today. I think it's stupid if they bring him in after obviously the press conference and everything and Embiid saying, I don't care about that man anymore. Yeah, I know. I think pay him to stay home until you can get him out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bad look. It's, it's bad. A bad. He just looks really immature, too. And, I mean, it kind of forced his hand a little bit. But, you know, yeah. then we'll see where, see where he ends up. Yeah, I agree. All right, All right. Pat Daddy. Should do it. Let's do it. it yeah. Yeah. You got your All top right, well, three? Guess what? Do you guys remember we used to do top three segments? And yeah. we haven't done it. We've been taking a little break from that. I don't know why. I think things have been catching up with us. But it's my favorite season of the year it it's is Halloween. Halloween i love it in the corner and uh we did our christmas episodes christmas uh top three movies we did so we have to do halloween version yeah that. yeah absolutely you spout off your top three top three I'll, i can start i can start with number three um Go i'm just gonna put it out there scary movies are not my favorite thing <laughs> i watch them here and there but yeah they're definitely not my favorite thing however at number three Back when I did watch them when I was a little bit younger, I have yeah. the original Scream. Oh, dude, Scream was, Scream was mean, legendary when it came out. That was legendary. Out, that was good. That, all the prank calls. That was before caller ID. Before, that was, yeah. You know, before you could see all these uh, unknown numbers that were called spam risk. Remember, we get spam risk now. Yep. now it's not, <laughs> yep. That was not the case for Scream Days. So you were actually mortified with that one. Yeah. Scream was a good one. Yeah, I mean, sure. it was just one of the, the scary movies that really stood out to me. And I remember watching the whole thing. And I actually was kind of into that movie. Um, and then obviously you see the scream mask and they're still here to this day. So I think it's still relevant, but scream for me at number three, the original. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go. I'm, I like the scary movies. I kind of think all of them are a wash because they all kind of are the same. And sure. they, they, they are, they are mortal that they keep living. They get you know blown up, but <laughs> they fire. die, but don't die. I would don't die. Like we have a new Halloween movie out right now, which I'm probably going to see. Just can't wait. I think my favorite, though, I, I used to scare me in that I would get hyped for was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. I love that, dude, because the sound and you go to Fright Fest, you go to all these places, you go on these haunted things and you hear the chainsaw and you immediately yeah. stuck out of you, sh- you shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, right no, for you know, sure. So the, the, I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre ones. That's an ultimate classic. Yeah. Um, all right, number two, I'm gonna go a little on the animated side. The Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Damn Burton, you. Damn 93. You. I I, mean, I'll tell you right there, that's my number two. Also, <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's easily good. One. That's great. Yeah, I mean, that's it's good, just again, classic, great movie, right. will be around forever. Everyone, great animation, great yeah. songs in there. That, yeah, just the I think Tim that one's like a genius, way ahead of its time, and like we still. Anything we see Nightmare Before Christmas, we're we're copping it. We're getting things stuff like that. So yeah, it's a timeless one. It's a classic. All that's time that's classic. my wife's favorite. So I had to add that in there for her. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. All right, number all right, one. number one, or the original scary movie, okay. Halloween. Michael Halloween, Myers. The original, yeah, the classic for sure. The He's first still relevant. One. I mean, my son original. wanted to be Michael Myers this year for Halloween. I'm like, you don't even know who he is, but yeah, that's how relevant he is. From you know, what was that? That was in 1978. Now we're in 2021. Yeah, Halloween's the carries best. on, man. For sure, for sure. I'm gonna give a 
honorable mention before I say number one. You got got to throw Hocus Pocus in there. Right? Yeah, Hocus you know, Pocus I was it was there for me. Friendly one. I mean, Hocus Pocus is up there, but I won't. And I also would you consider Ghostbusters a Halloween movie? I saw that one and I was a little shocked by that actually. <laughs> that, I, mean, I mean, I I, I don't I guess I don't associate because... it with a ghost. I guess because yeah, you but I don't associate it with Halloween. I don't either. I yeah. don't either. But because like that, if you, that you consider that a Halloween movie, then. I mean, it's one of the all-time best. Sure, you can movies, put it. Yeah, you can put but, it. But but then again, for that, so I don't know. I this was a tough one for me to find the number one for it because I I love the Halloweens as well, but Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, but there is Freddy is because I be mean, I yep. think he's the all-time best villain for that oh, too. So I think yeah. all of those. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Freddy Krueger, man. For sure, Freddy Krueger. My son's going as him for Halloween. Is he? Too. He didn't have a choice. That's Grayson's okay. going. Grayson's going as Chucky. So uh, yeah, that's he didn't Rock- do Michael Myers. He went Chucky. That's what Roxy's doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's great. It's great. So we're, we're raising them right. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Sid Nation. That's the top three. There. Happy like that, Halloween. So. That yeah, is our sure. top three. We got basketball. We got baseball. We got football going tonight. So plenty of sports to watch. Um, Sid Nation. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Happy drinks. Peace.